Hey guys. Hey guys. It's been a hot minute. It's been a long time. It's been at least 51 minutes. I think it's been like two months. It has. It's pretty pathetic. It, it is. I mean, but hey, we've been doing things. Life's been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. And uh, we don't do this for money because we don't get any from it. Yeah. So we got to do what we got to do to make the money that we got to make so that we can do this when we can do this. For sure. Yeah. So we're here, finally. We're, yes. After a long pause. Sabbatical? Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Yeah, with a B, B. Not, not a, a v. v. Nope. That's weird. We <laughs> said the same thing. Yeah, not like VD. We're it's here on BD. Sabbatical. <laughs> and uh, we're back, coming at you live with episode number 51 from the Strangest Song. That was cool. <laughs> I don't know if it was cool, but I liked it. Definitely blew up somebody's earplugs and made somebody's dog bark. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, so bad. <laughs> But anyway, hey, it's good to be back mm. in the studio. We have been doing things. We've gone places. We've done things. We've seen things. Mm. So many things. We just haven't told people about it. No. We're yet. keeping it on the inside. So we're going to try to maybe enlighten people of mm -hmm. some of the things that have been going on. For sure. But okay, let's get down to the brass tacks. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about what's been going on. All right, what's going on? Okay, I want to go back in time. I want to say the last couple of years have been really hard. For a lot of people, including most of our listeners, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There was this thing called Corona, which mysteriously we, just we, disappeared, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We mentioned this like every episode. I know, I know, but... Our lives are so We, we don't... All of a sudden, Corona is no longer a big deal anymore. COVID-19, I mean, do you even hear that in the news? So that's gone. Yeah. It and, went from Corona Extra to Corona Light. Yeah. But if you think <laughs> about the corona years in the year before, okay, let's just lay out a couple things, and I'm sure a lot of other of our listeners could do the same thing as we do ours. Okay, everybody get out your layout We've station. lost three out of our four grandparents. No bueno. And parents, they died. Yeah, it's rough. In the last three years, three and a half that's years. Not fun. So that's been going on. I had four stents put in my heart, mm -hmm. in my ticker. They said I had a heart attack, although I didn't know that I had a heart attack. So yeah. that, that's been a thing. I was just saying you're being a baby for complaining about your chest hurting all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there was that kind of thing going on. There was all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. And coming up on three years now is my son's third, third birthday. birthday. Yeah. So, so even that was thrown in there. And my wife's pregnancy, like we've mentioned before, was not super bueno. Mm -hmm. So we had all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. But and I'm tired we were of talking about oh, no, all no, no, no. We're, we're coming out of it. We're digging out. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this is the this setting the baseline, right? Which was really low. Is that a good drink? My martini is tasting very sweet right now. Mine's clinky. What is it? But you can tell it's just vodka and fresco. Oh yeah, you're drinking in a plastic glass, which gives us the opportunity to say. Just because we're drinking mm. doesn't mean that we are saying everybody should drink. So if you are not a drinker. Welcome. If you are a drinker, welcome. But no matter whether you are or you aren't, drink responsibly whatever you drink. Yeah. No matter what you drink, I don't like you the same. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people. <laughs> this is true. Hermit. Okay. Hermit the Austin. Yeah. Is, so I'm digging us out. So this is the baseline. Things have been really rough. But you know, we started this podcast and right at the beginning of all that roughness. So there's a strange thing about that. Yeah. 
go through all of the trials and tribulations that we've had. Um, you know, from the deaths that we talked about, even before deaths with dad finding Alzheimer's and dementia. And we did a lot of stories about some of these things mm-hmm. as we went through all of this stuff. And it got me thinking, you know, life is very strange and everybody deals with all kinds of stuff. Some of it's good, but a lot of it's bad. And there are these things in life that make life worth living. And one of those things is being able to do things with family and friends that you enjoy. And one of those things for me is being here in the studio with you. Aw, Dad. Get, you know, we get to go out on our adventures yeah. and live life and see things and experience stuff. Things that we don't get to do. And I hope other people get to do that too. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I really appreciate those things too. I was talking to my wife today or recently, sometime in the recent Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, like, one of my things I look forward to is recording and going and doing stuff with Dad. And mm-hmm. we haven't been doing that lately. So yeah. it's been kind of depressing. Sentimental moment over. Let's move on. Every time I come home and I drive <laughs> into the driveway and I see the mothership unfinished, it's like calling to me. It's like out there sitting lonely and dejected in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I have to put a battery tinder on it every once in a while so the battery doesn't go dead. Yeah, You know, it makes me sad in my heart. Oh, man. But there are other things that make me feel happy. Like, I bought a side-by-side. <laughs> and that makes me happy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we've had a few adventures with those. Yes, we have. Yeah, and so that's we been We saw good. some crazy bugs. Cra- oh, gosh, yeah. yeah <laughs> black beetles with red heads. Yeah. And that's not even a band name. Black beetles and red heads. Black beetles and red heads. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I see it in my song. Uh, it's a punk band. I don't We're know. working on it. If you are new to our podcast... We are called A Strange Thing for a reason, because we like to talk and think and investigate strange things in all of the different varieties. Mm-hmm. True crime. Cryptids. Sci-fi. Cryptids. Cryptozoology. Yeah. Murder. UFOs. Um, weird thoughts. Mm. People who do strange things. I mean, I, yeah. uh, we just go on. I mean, it's endless. It's bottomless. It's like a pit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pits are... Notoriously not bottomless. Well, bottomless pit is bottomless. That would work. Yep. I like pits. <laughs> pits? Armpits? Top. You like top. You, you're an I don't arm, know. You're an armpit guy? I don't know. Let's move on. Like there's boob guys. There's you notice there's this new trend armpit, where girls don't shave their armpits anymore. Do you like that? Do you find that attractive? You know what it makes me think of? What? <laughs> 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 Jungle love. Jungle love. Driving me mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't really thinking about that, but that's true. That's true. Sorry. Hey, if you don't shave your armpits, that's your decision. (laughs) It is, and it's totally fine with me. I don't care. It might make me look twice, just Mm. because it's rare. Yeah. But not because I think it's disgusting. I just think it's, wow, that's intriguing. Wow. That's strange to me. Yeah, it's a strange thing. Which brings us back to who we are. (laughs) We're a strange thing podcast. It was like a promo video we just did. (laughs) I know. Ranting. We went a strange way around. Uh, Imitation. Obscure music reference. Maybe not so obscure. (laughs) Talk about a strange thing. Yeah. Be embarrassing. That's about it. That's our our thing in a Don't forget armpit hair. Yeah. Never <laughs> forget the arm pair. Yep. I've got plenty. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, episode 51 mm. and uh, we're back in the studio 
and it's good to be here. And we are going to fill our listeners because we know they are awaited with bated breath. Yeah, all four of them have yeah. passed out by now. <laughs> I think maybe we have three now because it's been so long since our yeah, last we episode. Lost we one. probably lost They're one. like, I'm tired of holding my breath. Oh, I thought maybe they were old and just died. <laughs> oh, could be, you know. But, yeah, so we're going to just bring you up to date. So, since our last episode, which I don't even remember what it was. It was yeah. so long ago. I think we talked about water babies. Yeah, we were going to talk about water babies, but we never got a chance because we kept teasing people and saying, we're going to go out and we're going to do an investigation on water babies. But people had to ruin our lives with yeah. responsibility. Thanks. But we did go out on an investigation of water babies. Yeah. So, we are going to talk about that. But pre-water babies, we did something else. Mm-hmm. We went to this place in Idaho called Stanley. And it's very ugly. I mean, it's like a swamp mixed with a desert mixed with like a dairy. Yeah, it is so disgusting. I've got video from the drone that I purchased. I've got video and we'll put that up on our website so you can see how ugly it is. Because, I mean, there are no mountains. There's no water. It's no greenery. It's just icky. Yeah, like I remember we were we were kind of like driving up this mountain. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't a mountain. It was just like a flat plain with garbage on the road. Yeah. And I came up to the top and I was like, man, I really expect to see like a cool river coming down into like a little tiny village and like trees and and foraging and nice, beautiful sunset and mountains and like a cool skyline and... And miles and miles is. of beautiful frontier terrain. And all it was is garbage. So don't move well, there. Well, no, don't forget there was the boiling pot of pus. <laughs> that was there. I that's mean, too much. I mean, it's gross. It's disgusting. I know we don't want people to move here, but that's way too much. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get honest here. <laughs> Stanley is beautiful. Fantastic. And they have a beautiful uh, emergency care clinic. They do, which you experienced. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> but we went there for the 4th of July. That's how long it's been people (laughs) we went to the fourth of july extravaganza in stanley idaho Mm -hmm. they have a a fireworks display that used to be really good but actually this year sucked uh yeah it sucked it did i mean it was pretty i because well occasionally it was pretty when it went off even in july there was snow on like on the the north side yeah Mm -hmm. and when the fireworks went off it, it almost i don't know if it necessarily reflected but it you did notice the snow. So there was like this cool kind yeah, of like... Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Those periodic moments of beauty were cool. There were... But the problem was there was only eight moments of beauty. Yeah, and they were spaced out between like, like minutes, minutes of nothingness. Yep. It was weird. It was like there was no choreography. Um, there weren't that many. And then like the extravaganza, I didn't even know when it was over. Usually they'll set up mm-hmm. a big bunch of the grand finale. Yeah, and then it ends with the big ones didn't happen it did not happen it was it was like but anyway okay but there were pretty things we'll put the video and some pictures of that experience up there but stanley is this beautiful place in the mountains Mm -hmm. the redfish lake is nearby which is beautiful and people go there and there's like you know boats and bikinis and it's a beautiful beautiful it is beautiful beautiful boat bikinis (laughs) and so we went there to celebrate the fourth of july but while we were there Since we are not the type to waste an opportunity, we looked for something that was strange that happened around. Yeah, we took out our sniffers and sniffed. Yeah. So, you know, because you're up in the mountains and the timber and the pine, I thought, well, you know, maybe there's some Sasquatchiness Mm. up there. Which turns out there was one reporting of a Sasquatch, but nobody saw it, not directly. Could that have been like a murder? 
So I know like Sasquatches are typically, mm-hmm. you know, known to like shriek. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of times, like let's say you were a dude, you get shot. And you're in like a little town and you just get shot or like you get killed. A typical reaction to a dude getting shot or killed would be like, ah! Yeah. So yeah. maybe like the guy who was a Sasquatch, quote unquote, was just a dude getting murdered. I don't know, maybe, but this precedes the murder we're going to talk about in Stanley. Oh, so there is a murder. Yes, there is a murder in Stanley. But <laughs> this is more about a, there's a, a website that records all Bigfoot encounters. Mm. And it's up to date. So you can go and you can search an area or a time or a place and find out if there's been any Bigfoot activity there. So wow. um, there was a, a person that, felt like they were being chased or followed by a Bigfoot type creature. And it stayed up on a bank. It was making all kinds of weird noise, kind of howling, growling and stuff, but standing upright and it would, would run through the trees and it would throw rocks and do weird things. And I think there were three eyewitnesses that saw this, but that's it in Stanley. As far as Bigfoot Sasquatch, that's it. Interesting. Yeah. So three people didn't Uh. see something. Got scared in the wood in the dark. Yeah, basically, and told stories that collaborated yeah. each other. Sounds good. Sounds like three dudes went camping. Drink and too was much. like, dude, it'd be really funny if when we got back, we told everybody that we saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> well, I don't think that's what happened because the people actually that reported it, one of them worked there and was a lady and was not Ladies a drinker. Ladies can't get drunk? She wasn't a drinker. Church of Christ? No, what? <laughs> Bleep, bleep that out. But anyway, well, those okay. people can't figure out how to use phones. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're no prejudice here. But anyway, what were we talking about before you derailed me with Bigfoot and Stanley? You were chastising my upbringing. Yeah. Why Thank wouldn't you. I? I don't know. I've been with you literally my whole life. I know the problems. <laughs> Crap a holy. I hate it when I spill my martini because of a. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I didn't because we were recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, it's okay. It, it was quite a bit. <laughs> Lost 90% of my martini. <laughs> I've got a napkin. Alrighty then. Now that we got that mess cleaned up, back to you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we were talking about... How we went to Stanley and we were trying to find something cool there because we wanted to mm-hmm. utilize the location for an investigation if there was something to investigate. Well, the only thing I could find was this obscure Sasquatch sighting. Mm-hmm. And it really didn't amount to much, although there is one there that's recorded. But what I did find was something else that was very interesting and somewhat sad. And it was a murder that took place in 1980. 1980, you say? Yes, I did. As every other podcast goes, I'm going to look up what the top songs and movies were for that time period. The 1980s. I looked up top it's probably Michael Jackson. Top 1980s country song because it's Stanley, Idaho. Oh, okay. Country. They weren't listening to, to Michael Jackson. There was the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was none of that going okay. on in Stanley. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now it was all like country music. You were always on my mind. Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah. he was awesome. Yeah. And uh, there was probably, this is kind of relatable to the story, maybe. There was probably not a coward in the county. Oh, Kenny Rogers, coward of the county. Yeah. Which is funny because uh, I 
don't know if any of you listeners have ever heard of a company called 1159 Media, but they have a couple cool episodes called 911 Calls Podcast with The Operator and Kent Chungus, and also (laughs) True Crime Kent, which also stars The Operator. But it's a southern podcast. That operator gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he does get around. (laughs) Those Russians. They're always rushing into things. Russian? I don't know if he's Russian. He sounds Russian. You know, he talks like this. Kent's southern. If we're going to make him anybody. No, not Kent. Kent Kent is definitely southern. I'm talking about the operator. The operator. The operator. I don't know what he is. If he was Russian, he's my name is Alvarador. My operator. My name is Alvarador. I like to talk about the one one call. <laughs> okay. Listen for nine one one. Whatever he is, whatever they are, fun podcast. You guys should check them out. Eleven fifty nine media. Yep, yep. Mucho bueno. Mucho bueno. Okay, okay. Back to what we were talking about. Kenny Rogers. Coward of the county. Well, we weren't really talking about him, but you derailed us and talked about music. Yeah, top 100 country music hits in 1980. Mm-hmm. So in 1980, a feller, dot, 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 Kenny Rogers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, you mean the murder. Yeah, okay. The murder. Okay, yeah, okay, I got to get my cheat sheet. I had it. Where'd it go? It's a piece of you paper. You dropped it. When you spilled your drink. <laughs> So this was a while ago. So I had to I had to do a cheat sheet because I couldn't remember everything that we'd studied. Because we investigate hard. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> yes. So what I found out in 1980, which uh, I think it was in September. Yeah, September 22nd, according to my cheat sheet. There was a murder. And this wasn't actually in Stanley. This took place about 30 miles to the east of Stanley. Okay. In a small town called Clayton. But it's, I mean, in that area, in the mountains, it might as well be Stanley because that's close. Do you like Phil Collins? Yeah. Yeah, I like Phil. Do you like Phil Collins? I do. Like, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Of night. Oh, Lord. No, it's tonight. It's of night. It's tonight. Hey, Google. What are the lyrics to Phil Collins, I Can Feel It Coming in the Air of Night? (laughs) That's not a song, you idiot. (laughs) I can feel it coming in the air tonight. It is tonight. Oh, Lord. Okay, okay, it probably so, is, but I always thought it was uh, in the air of night. Two funny things about Phil Collins. Yeah. One, He's a drummer. I'd hang out with him, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't go swimming with him. Why? Because he saw me, I was drowning, but he would not lend a hand. <laughs> Number two. Okay. He wrote the music for Tarzan. Yeah. You'll be in my heart. Right? I think so. Tarzan, in that movie, says, Clayton. And that is the name of the town that we are talking about. Ooh, weird. This is connected. Aren't you proud of your old son yeah, right now? Yeah, that's right. You connected it. I don't think our <laughs> listeners know what the heck we're talking about. They will. But anyway, they look will. it up. So, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Rewind. Back to what we were talking about, which was a small town in Clayton. There was a murder 
on September 20th. September. On September. <laughs> Where's my cheat sheet? Damn it. Yeah, use the cheat sheet. Where'd it go? It's right there. Oh, okay. There's a 28, 21, 21, 32. Sold. Okay. Okay. There was a murder on September 22nd in 1980. Yeah. And, you know, okay, murders happen all the time. So it's not like a big deal. But, I mean, Somebody it is. lost their dad, son, or brother. Mother, That's whatever, child. Mother, brother, sister, father. Mother, mother murders. <laughs> murders happen all the time. So all I'm saying. All right, yeah. And so, die. you know, we, we we listen to the news, we read it in the paper, mm-hmm. we, we hear about it all the time. Murder, 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 right? <laughs> so I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying that it's common. Yeah, it is common for people to die. Okay. Yeah, and then investigators go out, they investigate the murder, mm-hmm. they catch the bad guy, they put him away, and then they get out after a year yeah. and they start a multi-million dollar company. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. We're not going to talk about our justice system. That is another strange thing that we could talk about at another time. But there was a murder in Clayton, which is 30, 35 miles east of Stanley, Idaho, Mm -hmm. where we were on the 4th of July. And what makes this unique is there was this guy named Dan Woolley. I want to be respectful for Dan and his family because this is a heart-wrenching thing. And uh, it's a strange thing as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. So Dan Woolley was a rancher outside of Clayton, Idaho. He had a son named Brett. And one day, Brett was out on his motorcycle and he crashed. And he was hurt and he was laid up for a bit. And so Dan, the dad, went and asked Brett, Hey, Brett, you want to come into town and have a have a beer with your old man? I mean, it sounds like something that I would say to you, right? Mm-hmm. And so Brett, being laid up because of his motorcycle crash says, you know, Dad, I don't feel like it. And uh, so Dan Woolley, the dad, went to town alone. And he went to a place in Clayton called the Sports Bar. He knew people there, the people of the town of Clayton, which had, uh, you know, probably a few hundred people because it was Mm -hmm. a a mining town. Everybody knew Dan, said he was a nice guy, great guy, and he was a friend to everybody. Well, Dan went to the bar, and uh, something happened in the bar, and a fart... (laughs) A fight started. <laughs> jeez, jeez. So, a fight started in the bar, and <laughs> I had it's totally an accident. But anyway, okay, I'm just gonna keep going. So, a fight started in the bar, <laughs> and uh, and there are different rumors as to what happened. Some say that there were a couple miners that were working in town they were montana boys oh, so montana they they'd boy. come over from montana were working in the mines in clayton uh probably a silver mine and uh somebody had said something that insulted a wife or a, a girlfriend or something and this one dude um decided that he wasn't going to take it anymore and started a ruckus and this guy's name was walter mason it was a bad mason Mm-hmm. And like a Freemason. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but good call. Nice. Yeah, this this Mason, Walter Mason, um, his history was he was an ex-rodeo cowboy. Mm. And uh, he had kind of rolled into town and he was known to be kind of rough and would like to scrap and fight. And anyway, he kinda was... Kind of like Johnny Ringo. Kind of, yeah. He was muscle. Mm. So anyway, these two Montana boys got in a fight with him and it spilled out into the parking lot. 
And Dan, Dan Woolley, the dad, um, being a good guy, saw that Walter Mason was in trouble and reportedly went out to kind of help to uh, stop the fight. And the bartender went out too. Okay. So they went out in the parking lot. This ruckus is going on. The two Montana boys are beating up on uh, Walter Mason. And Dan Woolley comes out with the bartender, and they try to break things up. Uh, hey, boys, now, take it easy. Yeah, He's yeah. just an old Idaho yeah. boy, not like you tough mm-hmm. Montana folk. So uh, this, Sorry, I beg your pardon. Uh, so the stuff, Why don't you take... Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, sorry. Just, I don't mean to interrupt. You're just I don't talking mean all no over disrespect. me. You're I'm talking sorry. all over me. I know, I'm talking a lot, but because I got this story, and you're just like here for satire <laughs> it's true i almost said color <laughs> color i didn't that. No. i am more tan than you yeah you are so the fight spills out into the parking lot mm-hmm. and this guy walter mason mm-hmm. um somehow breaks free i don't know if the things had simmered down a bit or if maybe uh, dan woolley and the bartender were holding the montana boys back or whatever but uh walter mason runs off towards his truck and he gets a handgun Mm-hmm. He gets a pistol and he comes back and he starts firing. Oh. And he fires at least two shots. One of the shots hits one of the Montana boys in the arm. The other shot hits Dan Woolley in the face. And the kills, nice daddy? Yeah, the dad. Kills him instantly. Oh. Bad, bad juju. I mean, a bad thing, right? Yeah. So anyway, Dan Woolley was murdered. Uh, Walter Mason... Was um, executed? He walks into the bar across the street from the sports bar because there were two bars in town. And he goes up to the bartender and he says, I just killed a man. I just killed a man. Then he leaves and that's the last he was seen. I hope he fell in a creek and twisted his ankle and so, gang. So yeah, poor Brett, the son, is at home with his mom healing up from a motorcycle crash. And a pound on the door comes and it's a couple police officers and they say, hey, your husband was just killed. Yikes. At the sports bar. The son who was going to go with him. And Brett, upstairs, hears his mommy wail, crying, and runs down the stairs the best he can. And that's the memory of finding out about how his dad was murdered in Clayton. Awful. Yeah. Terrible story. But it keeps going. The story keeps going. Well, I I think I have a story related to this, to be honest. But continue. Okay. So the law enforcement come. They investigate. They're looking for this... Walter Mason, everywhere. Can't find him anywhere. During the investigation, they find out a few interesting things. Uh, one of the things is that Walter Mason was affiliated with a, a famous mobster named Benny Benyon. Benny Benyon? Benny Benyon, which out of Las Vegas, um, there was Benyon's Horseshoe Club. He was known to be a mobster reported to have killed a few people on his own. Maybe they're finding those people now at Lake Mead as it dries up and they're finding (laughs) bodies down there. I don't know. But anyway, Benny Benyon supposedly, or through hearsay, knew this Walter Mason because Walter Mason was a rodeo guy, a pro rodeo guy. It was well known that Benny Benyon liked the rodeo cowboys. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them because they were really strong, wiry, fighty, scrappy dudes. And they were very, very useful for him in his... Henchmanness. In his Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. And what he was reported to do is that he would pay for these cowboys, wannabe cowboys, their entrance fees into rodeos. And then in return, he would expect favors. And some of that was that they were Benny Binion's hired muscle. 
Mm-hmm. So as the story goes, a lot of people believed that Benny Binion and his ilk spirited mm-hmm. Walter Mason away. He's almost somehow. a hitman. Yeah. That they took him out of the picture, that they took him away and hid him somewhere. Uh, the other story is that maybe the rodeo friends that he had in the pro rodeo circuit helped him escape. But anyway, he disappeared and there was a manhunt and nobody could find Walter Mason. Walter Mason. Yeah. That sucks. He just was gone. And during the interim of his absence, a lot of people suspected that maybe Brett and his brothers had maybe found Walter Mason and took him out and killed him in retribution for the murder of their dad. One of the articles I read said that Brett was always like, he felt like there, he was a marked person because people would always suspect that maybe he had murdered uh, this Walter Mason guy who killed his dad. But oh, well. Good he, for him. But so he kind of put it away, right, in his head. And years went by, years went by. Four decades go by. Forty years go by. No sign of Walter Mason. And uh, then, just by happenstance, in a small town out of Texas called Rising Star. Rising Star. A uh, woman is surfing through Facebook mm-hmm. and stumbles across a news report about the murder that took place in Clayton, Idaho. Mm-hmm. And she recognizes the picture. Okay. And so she starts doing a little sleuthing. And she contacts the family of Dan Woolley and says, Hey, um, I think my mom's common-law husband might be Walter Mason. And so they start comparing pictures from old photographs and they Mm -hmm. discover that this truly is Walter Mason. Although now Walter Mason is going by Walter Allison. And he'd been living with the mom of this lady who had found him on Facebook for over 20 years. Wow. And then when the mom died, this daughter stumbles across this information and contacts the Woolley family. They contact the police, and then one day the police show up on Walter Mason slash Allison's doorstep. Okay. And when confronted, Walter Mason confesses to the murder of Dan Woolley nearly 40 years earlier. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So he disappears for 40 years. 80s, 40 years. They locate him at... On October 10th, 2019. Okay. That's when they find him. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So a long time later, the article goes on to talk about Brett, the son, who says, you know, I wasn't expecting he'd kind of put it aside. Yeah. You know, it never would leave, but he'd kind of put it aside. And then all of a sudden this comes back. Well, anyway, law enforcement extradites this guy from Texas to Idaho. Mm-hmm. And he's now 87 years old. He's an old dude. And he's not in good health. And his common-law wife had recently died like six months earlier. Oh, man. And, well, good. Hope and, it hurt us. And he's 87 years old, right? I hope he had a heart attack. So they bring him back to Idaho mm-hmm. to put him on trial for the murder of Dan Woolley. And it looks like, you know, Brett and his family are finally going to have closure to this murder mystery. Well, that's right? good. Yeah. But... He's not doing well, this Walter Mason, this Walter Allison. He's old, he's feeble, he's got dementia. He ends up going to a long-term care facility. Maybe he has diarrhea. (laughs) In hopes that they can finally put him on trial for the murder. But guess what? What? He dies in the care facility on June 1st, 2021. 
He's never prosecuted for the murder of Dan Woolley. He's confessed to it, but he dies. And because of his mental health and his physical health, he's never put on trial. Well, hopefully there was at least some, not closure, but like answers to some of their stuff. Well, you know, I'm sure there was closure, but it's still a weird thing. And there's a lot of rumors surrounding this because of the connection to Benny Benyon, who was a mobster. And so there's all the speculation that Benny Benyon was involved in helping this murderer get out of Clayton, Idaho and to Texas to Rising Star. It's kind of a cool name for a town. Rising Star, Texas. And he lives there for 40 years. And some of the neighbors had lived by him for 25 years and said he was very low-key, kind of reclusive, never really spoke much, never really did much. Typical murderer. I don't know. So here's the deal with that story. Mm -hmm. I can see his perspective because he's kind of getting beat up a little Mm -hmm. bit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he went over and got his gun. Mm-hmm. He's been drinking. Yep. Two things you don't you don't want to mix yeah, guns yeah, yeah. and yep. and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he's been drinking. He goes gets his guns and he's gonna show these guys who just humiliated and hurt yep. him mm-hmm. what's up. Yep. Maybe he's gonna threaten and them. To be worse, they're from Montana. Yeah, from yeah. old Montana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I can understand how he's like. I can understand his headspace. Yeah. Like, if he just got beat up. Could have been an accident. And he went out, and he went and got his gun, because he's going to show these boys, don't F with me. Mm-hmm. I live here. Get out of my, you know, yeah, an old-timey mm-hmm. mining town that seems pretty typical. But then he comes back, and there's four people yep. instead of two, because he got beat up by two people, right? Well, yeah, but he got beat up by two people. But it, the story goes that Walter was getting beat up and then Dan Woolley came out with the bartender to pull the Montana boys off of oh, okay. them. So I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of stories that it was accidental. Mm-hmm. You know, that he accidentally shot him in the face. He didn't know what to do. He ran away, which kind of sounds like it could be true. Uh, there are stories mm-hmm. that that uh, they had come in and insulted a woman that was either the bartender's wife or a girlfriend mm-hmm. of somebody. I don't know what happened, but anyway... There are all Bar kinds of escalation. Yeah. I've been to like mm-hmm. big bars. Like I've been to like little sports bars. But mm-hmm. I've been to a couple big bars. And I'd say like one out of five of those bars, there's been a fight. Yeah. And it's I've true. not been to lot. that many. Yeah. Yeah. So one out of five times there's a fight. If he goes mm-hmm. down there every weekend for yeah. even a night, that's a lot of times yeah. he's going to be involved in something in some way. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty bad situation, and especially at the time. Well, there's a lot of story about Walter Mason and how he was raised, mm-hmm. that he was orphaned at a young age, that he had a really rough life, mm-hmm. and that he kind of got into scraps and fights, and he got into a rodeo, and that while he was in rodeo, this Benny Binion, this mobster from, well, I don't know where he is from, but he ended up in Vegas. Uh, Walter Mason would be hired muscle for him. So there is that backstory. There's also uh, a very well-known story about Walter Mason that while he was in the rodeo circuit, got stomped on by a Bronco and it severely messed up his face. Mm. So he had a very deformed face. So he was easily recognizable. That makes you wonder why nobody, you know, nobody, nobody yeah. noticed it. Yeah. It's really weird. It's a fantastic story, and it's really, really interesting. Yeah. You know, we're not doing it justice here. 
there's a lot of good information out there. If people we'll put some links on our website if people want to go and, and read more about it. But uh, yeah, he was finally caught. Um, he died before he could be uh, prosecuted. But, you know, I believe that there's a divine uh, answer to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people get away from their, you know, their injustices. So anyway, we'll leave her there. This whole thing reminds me of something um, you even talked about, like divine intervention and spirits. Mm-hmm. You talked about um, a, the kid had been in a motorcycle accident, got yep. all burned up. Probably some road yeah, burn. If he would have been there, maybe he would have been killed. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yep. But then uh, just the idea of like doing something you know, reckless and getting hurt really mm-hmm. bad in Stanley, Idaho <laughs> makes me think of an incident that happened in uh, Stanley, Idaho. Yeah, this was not as tragic as the story we just talked about. Well, no, I, I think they're related, actually. Yeah, they are. Because yeah. we were outside a bar near yeah. Stanley, Idaho. It was dark. Yeah. And uh, there were definitely spirits involved. Casino Club. The Casino Club. In and Stanley, uh, Idaho. I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. The the gravel roads in Stanley are very mush, mushy. <laughs> what do they call that? Road chip or rock chip? Or no, something? they call it mushy. And when you just decide that you're going to pretend to race a truck for just two seconds. Yep, yep. Not a smart at idea. two in the morning, <laughs> odds are your face will hit the dirt. This is not going to turn out well. And that is what happened to me. Yep. I ended up leaving Stanley, Idaho. I went to like their little quick care clinic, which shout out to the Stanley Quick Care Clinic. Yeah. It sounds like, and I could be wrong, but the information that I was told is that lady kind of just started the clinic because of an incident that happened with her son. And she opened it just to give people help Mm -hmm. in that area because other than that, you have to go pretty yeah. far to get to you're another remote. town. I mean, unless they come in with a yeah. helicopter, I mean, you're hours away from any serious help. So she's kind of the yeah. closest thing to an ER, but they cleaned me up pretty good. <laughs> but I cleaned myself up pretty bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that Austin decided to race a truck for no good reason, face planted in a pile of gravel, oh. and ended up with severe road rash? Yeah, it still has, rash. That was That was literally July yeah. 3rd. Three months ago. And I still have like a wound <laughs> open. I'm my, looking at it on your on toe. my knee and yeah. my foot. Yeah. He was kind of messed up, and then he he was so sore he couldn't move. So we took him to the the Instacare place, mm-hmm. and they scrubbed it with wire brushes. It's a horse brush. I to swear get all, to goodness. to get all the gravel out of your leg and and stuff. But anyway, it, they it paid prescribed off. antibiotics. It yeah. paid off. It was fine. You could have been messed up for a long time if you would. I think got I that did care. break my left toe. <laughs> And I had to, I borrowed some crutches. It was a bad deal. Yeah. So spirits were involved. I'm just relating it to your story. Okay. 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 There was an incident outside of a bar in the same geographical region. Yeah. Near 30 miles of each other. Yeah. Okay. There were spirits involved. Oh, wait. You mean liquor? I mean, he he died and became a ghost, and I drank liquor. Oh, okay. Maybe different kinds of spirits, yeah. but kind of the same. And then okay. somebody bled a lot. Maybe two people did. Yeah. So it's basically the same story as you told, but mine's more dramatic. Oh, uh, yeah. That was one of the most memorable parts of this uh, July 5th. Yeah. Was, I was uh, face pretty much ruined my weekend. Yeah. Hey, my week. Hey, so just, or my just to say. Three months. If you're not. I mean, if you're wearing thongs or, you know, as the modern people say, they flip-flops. Were not thongs. They were not sandals. They were flip-flops. No. 
They were Chaco sandals <laughs> with the toe strap. <laughs> okay. The problem wasn't the shoe. <laughs> yeah, it was the gravel. It's the loose gravel. <laughs> no, the problem was you deciding, hey, I'm going to race a truck. <laughs> I wasn't racing a truck. I was sarcastically racing a truck. There's a big difference. <laughs> well, if you try to outrun a truck and you face plant, that's trying to race a truck. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I turned around. <laughs> I took two steps and I face planted into the ground <laughs> yes, like a did. meteor in a movie. I don't think any alcohol was involved. No. 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 It was two in the morning. <laughs> I had been drinking water all day long. Any alcohol involved only helped prepare you to deal with the pain. Yeah. The you alcohol. Felt. The only reason I had alcohol was to help me because I knew I was going to fall. So I thought I'd just cut the pain. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a funny situation. But anyway, thus ends our, our Stanley trip. Stanley trip investigation to, uh, yeah, Austin healing up after his face plant. And eating total shit. And we, we find out about this murder, a sad murder in uh, Stanley, Idaho. And I understand that, that Brett, um, the son, and his family still live in that region. And, uh, you know, my heart breaks for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we kind of laugh because we're a podcast, but... But what a terrible scenario. Yeah, it's nothing like me falling because I'm mm-hmm. trying to make my cousins laugh at a 4th of July family reunion in Stanley, <laughs> Idaho. It, it's a little more serious than that. Yeah, but. yeah, just a little bit. Um, you know, we talked about the tough life that we've had over the last three years. A lot of people go through a lot worse. And I'm thinking about Brett and his family and this mm-hmm. murder. Uh, There's a lot of things in the news recently that are terrible. This world, man, if I didn't have some kind of uh, faith in something other than what I see in here, I would be a total mess. You know, life is strange, and there are so many crappy, crappy things going on everywhere. I mean, just pick up the newspaper, or, or even better yet, just turn on your favorite news source on your web browser. Go to Facebook. I know. And then people are so divided. And it is very, very awful if you can only see that. And, uh, you know, for me, what saves me is I I do have a faith. And I'm not going to get preachy or anything. I'm just saying without that, without something to give hope and purpose, what a dark place this world would be. Yeah. Yeah. But... Along with that, this place is beautiful. That's true. It is so beautiful. Have you been to any cool, like, beautiful places lately? I have. Yes. I just got back from Yellowstone. You know what makes me think of Yellowstone every single time? What? There's two things. Old Faithful? No, no, no. Okay, three things. Slow down. Two things. Okay. One, it's called Yellowstone, right? Yep. Yellow is a color. Yeah. Number two. Stone. Old Faithful. Which you already said. I said, but you said no. I know, but you weren't following my timeline. Okay, okay. What's yellow and squirts water semi-often? I got to take a pee, my guy. (laughs) Let's take a break. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right, well, after that uh, break, potty after break, old faithful 
was emptied. Nice. You know one thing I learned while we were in Yellowstone? It's spontaneous? No. They put a camera down Old Faithful's geyser. Ooh, prostate yeah. exam. Kind of, yeah. And you, do you know that the blowhole that's underneath the ground, it's only like 20 feet deep, is only four inches in diameter? Four inches? Yeah, all that pressure comes out of four inches four of is diameter. 24, 24 times. So that four-inch diameter hole that's down there 20 feet, mm-hmm. um, cold water comes into that the chasm, the 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 cavern that's 20 feet below the surface and everything chokes down through that four inch hole <laughs> shut up austin <laughs> you dirty minded kid keep talking, talking like this <laughs> so then things start warming up underneath <laughs> and it gets hotter and hotter oh yeah it does. and the pressure builds baby mm-hmm. yeah so the pressure builds and builds until finally she's like it reaches low whole time <laughs> And then it shoots all that stuff up through the hole. And that's where you get the giant Geyser. eruption. Yeah, yeah. That goes up. I'm familiar with Way up there, like, like 100, 100 and some feet. Anyway, <laughs> um, it, which is amazing. Why doesn't that hole get bigger after so much use? <laughs> after. <laughs> After hundreds of years, <laughs> why is the blowhole bigger? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it was a great time. Yellowstone was a, a really fun time. <laughs> well, sounds like it. We went there. We we saw that. We went to. Uh, uh, we went to. Gosh, all the big sites. We saw all the mud pots. <laughs> We saw <laughs> fumaroles. <laughs> we saw bison. Lots, of bison. bison yeah, we saw lots of bison. Yeah, we had a really cool video. Uh, when we folded. <laughs> when we first went into the park, and yeah. we're driving towards our camping spot. This big buffalo is like in the middle of the road. Yeah. And we can't go around it because cars are coming the other way and they keep stopping and and taking pictures out the window. And I'm in the motorhome driving right behind this thing. And it, I, seriously, it is walking right in front of us. And got the video. Yeah, I remember. I know, yeah, it's video. And it's like, you know, it's ball sacks just swinging back. <laughs> And we're like, what do we do? What's the etiquette here? Yeah. It won't move. So one of the highlights, at least for me, was going to this old hotel. It was called the Lake Yellowstone Hotel and Dining Room. Um, I throw in the dining room because the dining room is like this real fancy place. And we actually ate there. And it cost like 200 bucks for me and your mom. Eee. Yeah, it was a little pricey. Everything in Yellowstone is pricey mm-hmm. inside the park. You know what comes cheap and quick, though? What? Bison balls. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Or at least they're, they're a dime a dozen. At that time of year, they are. Yeah. So, anyway, we go to this uh, Lake Yellowstone Hotel to eat. We had reservations and uh, we show up and we had a little bit of time to kill. And it's really neat because they have the sunroom and you can like go in. It's kind of a portico that sticks out towards yeah. the lake, yeah. Yellowstone Lake. Turret or something. Yeah. yeah. And you can just sit out there and it's all glass. And you can just look at the lake. It's, it's very beautiful. And they have a piano player in there who's playing a grand piano. 
And it's very classy. Mm. I don't know why we were there, but anyway, yeah. it was classy. And uh, while we were burning some time, I look over, they have a gift shop. And right by the gift shop is like this stand. There was an easel and there's this painting that was being created mm-hmm. of the mountains, which is close to the Tetons. And um, so it was the Teton Mountains from a view within side of the uh, Yellowstone Park somewhere. Hmm. And it was beautiful. But the artist wasn't there. So I just kind of looked at it for a second, went inside the gift shop, and I bought a bottle of whiskey, which was because it's the 150th year celebration for Yellowstone oh, cool. being a national park. Yeah. So they had like their own whiskey? Yeah, they have a bottle of whiskey branded that has 150. After I drink it all, which hopefully won't be too soon, I'm going <laughs> to put it in my Sasquatch. Uh, Wine oh, holder. yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, I'll put a picture of that up on the uh, website as well. So I was in there looking at stuff. And, and uh, while I was there, one of the friends we were with came running out and goes, Hey, Mike, 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 come. You got to meet this guy. You got to meet mm-hmm. this guy. I'm like, oh, okay. And I figured it was the artist. And because I'm an artist, I thought maybe she had gone and said, Oh, you got to meet my friend, the artist. And anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I followed uh, my friend out. We get out to this guy, and he's a Native American. He has a bandana around his head, long, dark hair. With you know, he's probably a little older than me, so it has some gray kind of striating through it. But mm-hmm. very classic-looking Native American fellow, a fellow, a very handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be kind of awkward, but I'll do it for my friend. <laughs> and so I go up, and my friend goes, "Hey, look at his ear." And I look, and there is like a Sasquatch earring hanging from his earlobe. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. She goes, tell him what you told me. Tell him what you told me. He has seen Sasquatch. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm an Ojibwe Indian, and we have a long history of Sasquatch or Yeti, or as they call them, Bogwaji Anini. Mm-hmm. I probably butchered that probably. to my Native American friends if I did. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> but anyway, he had a name for it. They also call it Masabe mm. or Sabe. Or Kimosabe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I think there's probably a connection there. Maybe it means friend or brother. Maybe. I'm not sure. But he talked a little bit about the Native American, or at least his tribe's culture, and their interaction with big feet or Sasquatches. Bigfoots. What is the plural of Sasquatch? Sasquai. Sasquai. Kimosabe. I like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I talked to him for a bit. Very nice guy. And he is an incredible artist. His name is John Potter. If you want to get online, look up John Potter artist and he'll come right up. And then I found out later after we got home that I actually went to the same art school at Utah State University and he studied illustration and design. And I did as well. Right. And uh, so it's the same school. And, uh, it was really weird. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I stalked him a little bit on the internet and found his webpage and his Facebook mm-hmm. page. And But he's a full-time good. artist. He he just paints for a living. And that's I awesome. envy that. Yeah, right. And he's really good. And he has such a humble, unique spirit. Mm. And when he talked about Sasquatch, he talked about him that he is part of his tribe. He is his brother. Interesting. And there's actually two tribes of Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah. Kimosabis. Yeah, which is interesting. So I'm not going to derail this and go down the Sasquatch hole. <laughs> no more mud pots. No, no more mud pots. I, I just wanted to throw that out there because it was such a neat experience. And I want to do maybe one, maybe a series on the Native American view of Sasquatch. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, probably more authentic than 
Bubba Joe and his wife yeah. in the trailer park. Yeah. Doesn't got taken by them. Well, and it, it throws in a whole different perspective. And I know when we did our first Sasquatch and Bigfoot series, we talked a little bit about the Watchers because mm-hmm. they were like giants and, and stuff. And uh, these cast out um, servants or sons of gods or little G gods. Mm-hmm. And that they came to earth and and part of the Book of Enoch is that they actually tried to help mankind by giving them technology. And there's a lot of mythos around that in a lot of different cultures. Right. And this sounded, what he was saying sounded so much like it. And uh, in fact, I asked him some questions and he said, you know, you should get this book. He says, I, there's a, a tribal elder who wrote a book a few years ago. And it was probably 10, 15 years ago. And the book is called The Mushomis Book. And I'm probably mispronouncing that again. Mm-hmm. Mishomis, that's what it sounds like. Uh, the voice of the Ojibwe. Hmm. The voice of the Ojibwe. And uh, it's yeah. a cool book, so I got it here in my hand. Kind of like a very simple art style yeah. illustrated, almost like a kid's book, it seems like. But It looks like it almost reads like a children's storybook, but when you open it up, it's not. Yeah, it's more history, like it, a learning book for kids. Yeah, it, it's all their kind of history and mythology, and hmm. I don't know. It's really neat. It's got tons of illustrations, and they're very simple line drawing illustrations. It's very nice. But anyway, I picked that up. I got it on uh, Amazon, and it was only like 15 bucks. Nice. And uh, I'm so glad because there are stories in here about Sasquatch and Yeti. Yeah, I saw the picture of the Yeti. His eyes are like gleaming. Yeah. Like bright. Mm-hmm. And that's something you hear in Sasquatch stories yes. is how their eyes kind of glow. Glow or, like, or turn red or whatever. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that's really weird about it is... They talk about him as that he can phase in and out of our dimension. Hmm. That he's not necessarily landlocked to our our world. That he floats in between and and through the membrane of this dimension. Hmm. I thought that's really cool too. Yeah. And this is an old. This isn't like something that's been around for fifty years. It's been around for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. And that really makes me think about it. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Anyway. So just a shout out to John Potter. Uh, you're an awesome guy. Uh, yeah, there you go. One thing that's popped in my mind as we've been talking about Sasquatch and stuff, and mm-hmm. after I saw that picture in that book, yeah, is there's a Stephen King novel. Imagine that. I'm talking about Stephen, Stephen King. Stephen King, your, but, your um, man crush. Yeah, a little bit. But um, Bromance. My bromance. My bromance novel. <laughs> um, he has a book called The Outsider. Yeah. And in that book, this um, entity, this being, can take the shape of anybody he comes in contact with, and he might have to have like a sample of their blood to do that. But a um, a little girl has dreams about this monster, or actually sees it. It's kind of fuzzy, but he has um, the girl describes it as straws for eyes. Ooh, like his eyes are coming out like a project outward. Like, like a straw and they're kind of like shiny and gleaming like a and coming tunnel out. that comes out Ooh, yeah and weird. he's a shapeshifter which yeah. is something that's kind of native american and you keep getting the yeah, wendigo and the uh, um uh skinwalkers and stuff mm-hmm. there's a lot of like stuff with their eyes and how their eyes are yeah. different and they almost shine yeah. or they are glowing or they in yeah. this stephen king novel they protrude they like are like i don't know i just thought that was interesting Almost like fat lasers coming out. Sure. Hollow fat, fat laser. laser. <laughs> yeah, instead of a really small little beam, it's a wide beam. I picture it like a spiraling, like oh, like, like a tornado kind of coming oh. out, like a straw. You know, they like those straws with the stripes. Mm. 
Anyway. We're digressing. I thought that was interesting, the whole... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just cool. popped in my head. Wait, I wonder if that has to do with Stephen King's research. And well, there, there are so many stories and mythologies, and a lot of the descriptions of those creatures and characters mm-hmm. have those kind of eyes right. that are so bright, they actually, if you look in their eyes, it'll burn you or kill or you, like, yeah, or blind like, you. Blind you or mm-hmm. fill you full of dread, you hear a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. It's kind of funny talking about the... Um, Native American history and then also like the mimicking or like the shape-shifting portion. Yeah. Because um, we just finished up or we were able to go on our a Massacre Rocks Water Babies we investigation yeah. finally. We which, even did an IDL. Yeah, which was so awful. awful. <laughs> we got to put that up. Uncut. We'll put it up yeah. at, because we suck at this. Yeah. And I flashed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't mean to. No. I don't know. We haven't been doing any of our investigations. No. And then we go to this place. It's kind of a last minute deal. And then we. Yeah, yeah. it was hilarious. And we were freaking out because there's bugs everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah we're being attacked by all kinds of insects and spiders were everywhere yeah and i grabbed a black widow and i tried to burn it and, yeah which was under the table so yeah. we're like creeped out anyway <laughs> it was a i don't know but it was fun it was and a it's a beautiful place we went along the snake river to massacre rocks yeah yeah so what is massacre rocks it is a place a geographical oddity on the oregon trail yeah yeah it was on the Oregon trail where um basically there's just these this kind of the way the valley and everything comes together it's a very narrow pass right between rocks there's not a whole lot but it is a bottleneck in the path Mm -hmm. so you don't have a lot of vision around you right you know so people could be hiding on the other side of that narrow there's potential for a ambush massacre Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where it gets its name right well there was you know like an altercation between white men and the native americans Mm. but anyway uh, a couple people died it wasn't like a massacre though it got written up in newspapers and stuff and the name stuck yeah it was kind of cool but that's the history but hey, we really weren't going there for the history of Massacre Rocks. We went there because it's also one of the reputed locations of this strange phenomena of Native American Indian lore of water babies. Right. What are water babies? Obviously, we talked about it before. But they might not have. And we did our silly little skit where yeah, I was yeah. making all the sound effects. <laughs> but they might not have heard that episode. Yeah. So, so water babies, um, and this kind of ties into what I was talking about with Stephen King and the shape-shifting thing, mm-hmm. are these um, supposed creatures that live in the water, and they might be the spirits of children that have been drowned or maybe mm-hmm. demons or, you know, whatever. Right. But they use the sound of crying children and um, mimicry to lure people into the water at night to take them. Drown them, eat them, whatever. Yeah, they kind of remind me of the black-eyed children a little bit. Yeah. Where they come to your door and they have their their, their voice and they're like, Mm -hmm. it's so cold. And they're like wearing like weird outfits and things are wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, the water babies are similar to that, but they're trying to lure you out into the water at right. night. Which... So, so the story of, of that location, which fits with what you're saying, mm-hmm. is that there was a very cold winter and the Indian tribe that was there um, did not have food to feed their infants. Mm. And they knew they were going to die a slow, cold death. So instead of watching them suffer and die, they took their children down and threw them into the river. Ooh. To basically put them out of their misery. Hmm. Or if you don't want to say that they were being somehow kind of merciful, 
then they basically were looking out for themselves and decided, oh, we're not going to feed we these people. We don't want people. these burdens. Get rid of them. Ugh, no, I horrible. like the other one better. Yeah, I like the of. first one better. I don't like either of them. But so anyway, they went down the cast them in, and then uh, the spirits, in retribution for casting away their offspring, mm-hmm. saved them and gave them the ability to either live underwater through growing gills, or they became kind of a spirit-type spirit being, and they became water babies. Mm-hmm. And the water babies were angry. And they lived to basically seek retribution against the people that killed them. Um, yeah, I yeah, would. yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the scope <laughs> that's of the story. The, 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 the legend. Uh-huh. And so, and like you'd said in, in previous episodes, what a great way to keep your kids from going, going wandering water, down by yeah. the water. Then there's these monsters that'll get you. Yeah. No matter what you hear, mm-hmm. don't go by the water. Because the Snake River, especially in that area, is deep and, and wide and turbulent. fast in a lot of areas. There's like undertows like crazy too because yeah. it is so narrow yeah. and deep. A lot of underground water passages that, mm-hmm. that flow through. Because, I mean, the whole thing is a volcanic area. Yeah. And so water moves weird underneath the yeah. surface. And so, you know, maybe they developed it for that reason. Or maybe there's some kind of weird spiritual thing that happens there or transdimensional thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the only legend that people have about things in water calling them to their death. Sirens. Sirens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brother Warto. Ooh, wait. That's not the right not, one. Not, oh, death. It's not that one. Oh. It's go to sleep. No. Yep. Yeah. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, little baby. Yeah. Something's on the phone. Dada beat a butter bone. Do be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're horrible. But that anyway, movie, by the way, I love that. Show. Is amazing. The it music is, is great. Mm-hmm. They've got like that. Um, oh, death. yeah, the old that folk one music. Yeah, and then the cameraman. That's a good one. That movie's awesome. I can relate to that song. I'm the damn paraphernalias. I'm your Papa Familius. Damn, we're in a tight spot. Yep. That movie's I'm great. I'm a Dapper Dan man. I'm a Dapper Dan. I don't want fuck, God damn it. I'm a Dapper Dan kind of man. <laughs> yeah, it's a great Anyway, show. if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you yeah. have seen it, watch it again. Okay, back to Water Babies. George Clooney's really going to send us a million dollars for that. <laughs> you think? I don't think so. But, okay. So back to Water Babies. The strange thing about all of these legends of b- people being led off in water to their death. Mm. I, You know, there might be something there. There might be some kind of demonic or spiritual or I don't know what you want to call it thing that is bent on destroying humanity and people, children. I think there is for sure. So anything that they can do to lure people off to water and drown them. I think too of how desperate people have been in the past mm-hmm. and how much sound there is in the water. Yeah. So people you know, coming from the East going West or even Native American tribes suffering a long, hard, cold winter that they weren't expecting or weren't able to plan for because of white men coming across, you know, Mm -hmm. um, they're desperate. They're, they're living not calorically well. They're not eating enough. Right. They're not drinking enough. They're too cold. They're Mm -hmm. freezing, you know, all these problems in their lives. And then you're down by the water and you can hear, 
you know, like a sandhill crane or the water just oh, makes so noise. So many gargling, animals bubbling, river, yeah. crying sounds. There's mm-hmm. like a waterfall is, if you've been by a big waterfall, it's almost overwhelming the sound. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much noise you can get from the water. We'll blend that with coyotes. Yeah. Right? I mean, coyotes uh, will sound like kids screaming. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Or a mountain lion or yeah. something. Yeah. So you could pick a bunch of different things. And some of the birds make the weirdest noises. Yeah. Cranes are yeah. weird. And frogs. <laughs> frogs are weird. I don't know if we need to talk much more about water babies because... I don't either. I, you know, the, I want to save that maybe because we'll tie that back into the Native American legends because there's so many... It'd be nice to get some good stories of people yes. who have had those issues. We just haven't been able to do the research mm-hmm. to get good stories because yep. they're not that many. There's no. ancient Native American type stories. Yeah. But there's there's legend. not a lot of, yeah, legend, but there's mm-hmm. not a lot mm-hmm. of like, oh, yeah, I heard like this. Chris and her, her girlfriend mm-hmm. were out there and they had their toddler and the toddler went by the water and, and they couldn't find in. it. Yeah. There's yeah. none of that stories. It's all just very yeah. old um oral traditions type mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. Yeah. But we did go down. So get online, check out our video. Um, anyway, we talked about some cool stuff today. So yeah. I think we got an episode here fun. and at least we kind of got back into the schwang a little bit of things. I do like how we went down there. Yeah. We brought your side by side. Oh yeah. You that have was a fun. sweet Honda Talon now. <laughs> Sucker climbs like a goat. Yeah, it does. But we uh, we went to this cool little cabin. Mm-hmm. We rented a cabin there, which we've never done. I don't think in my entire life. Yeah, we life couldn't take the mothership. The cabin. Yeah, it was, yeah. But we pulled up. Uh, they had like a little fire pit, a, mm-hmm. a table that was infested with black widow spiders. And then um, <laughs> the cabin was, I mean, just a futon and a bunk bed. Yeah. And a, they had a refrigerator, which was cool. Yeah. And a window AC unit. Yeah, so it was, it was nice. actually it was pretty bougie. Yeah, it was actually yeah. pretty good. But we went down to walk to the water. And this is crazy. I've never seen this before. Me neither. This is a strange thing. We can do an episode on that. (laughs) Just this. We're walking down there. And the way down to the water wasn't bad. No. I saw a cactus. No. And there's wide paths to walk on with weeds on sticking up on the side. So we go down to the water. And as soon as we get to the water, I saw a hornet that was the size of a baseball. Yeah. That freaked me out a little bit. (laughs) And then... There's like this big rock cliff on our right, and then the the rivers down on, on our left, and mm-hmm. there's um, cattail type reed yep. plants mm-hmm. all around us. Yeah, they'll see it in the drone footage if yep. they go to the website. But as soon as we turn mm-hmm. around to walk back, every path was covered by a spider web. Yeah, they were like, like, an, like a garden or orb spider. I don't remember what they're called. It's like they went from one side of the path to the other and built a big complex web, web between. Across. All over the place. And it was like they waited for us to go to the water and try to come back because we couldn't walk anywhere without a... And the, they the, were huge. The spiders themselves were I still the don't size know what kind of a of spiders they were either. They were massive. That that freaked me out. It to me, that was much more terrifying than water baby thoughts. For sure. I felt like I had spiders crawling on me all night in, in there. their webs were so sticky tough and sticky like like we ended up kind of like getting sticks or like pushing them down with our feet yeah and then the spider had run away it wasn't a big deal but the web would just stick to your shoes stuck on your arms your clothes there were so many it was weird i was having dreams of she lob (laughs) 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 
<laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. I mean, they were big. I'd say they were bigger, than, probably 50 cent piece size. They were huge. Yep. And With they were all over. It wasn't like just one. No, there were hundreds. Thousands. It was insane. It was nuts. And they were down by the, down by, you know, where we took yeah. the little video. They were like in the bushes on the sides. They were all it was over the place. Weird. Because I didn't see a single one on well, the way down there. I think that's why. The next day when we went on the side-by-side drive up... We were all creeped out. Yeah, up in the (laughs) South Hills. We had insect paranoia. Yeah, we did. And then insects attacked us in our (laughs) side-by-side ride, too. Yeah, we were in the side-by-side, and I think the first big one that... I mean, other than, like, get the... You know, like, shake your arm because there's a cricket on it. But the first one where I, like, jumped and kind of, like... Yeah, that had like a little thing. Giant grasshopper. There was a big grasshopper and it had gone up my shorts. <laughs> and I think it got lost in my shorts because it just started like jumping. Yeah. And it felt like somebody was like in my pants just like flicking me over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? So I picked up my pants <laughs> and there's this grass. I'm like, and then you knock it on the floor and then smash it in the floor of the side-by-side. Because the side-by-side was so clean. Well, it was dirty, but it didn't have <laughs> bug guts all over it. And, and then, then... Yep. And then we switched places maybe two minutes after that. Yep. And, uh, and then I'm riding, you're driving. I'm driving, and mm-hmm. you're riding, and <laughs> you freak out, because... Well, what was on my leg was much more terrifying than a grasshopper. <laughs> because when you see a grasshopper, you go, oh, it's a grasshopper. They're creepy. They're, they stick to you weird, you know. I don't like grasshoppers on me, but anyway, it's a grasshopper. But there was this big, huge, black, long beetle on my yeah. leg, and it had this giant red head. I don't yeah. know what that thing I'd was. I'd never seen a bug like that before. Notice I didn't panic. Yeah, you did. You went, <laughs> you like freaked out, and I slowed way down because I didn't know <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> then I opened the door, right? And I knocked it out. Yeah, yeah, knocked out the door. And then what? The, <laughs> then, then, we, the, then we got into the bees. Yeah, what in the we, heck? <laughs> the wasps were everywhere. What? We pulled up. I think those were hornets. But we pulled off to like a little area to we overlook and have, have a, a couple beers and, and hang yeah. out and look at like the cool valley. And Beautiful. It was really cool. But after two seconds of being there, it's like, what the? There's like, there's like hornet. I think we must have parked on an underground hornet so. nest or something. Because they were everywhere. everywhere. And then we're driving off. And, and I'm like, go, go, go. And you're like, get no, out there's one on me. And so I flick it. It lands it, on you. It hits me and it goes back behind my seat. And I'm like, you got to pull over. Because now if I lean back, I'm going to get stung. So I hop out and kind of brush the bee out of there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We were all messed up. That was, yeah. We did have a great time. It was fun. It was fun. Well, gosh. I don't know, man. We've been talking a long time. Yeah, we have. And you got to go somewhere. Yeah, I got to go eat some burgers. Well, I'm hoping that our next episode will be much sooner than this one was. And and have a better topic Mm -hmm. and more concise um, roadmap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got ideas on things we want to do, and so we'll just uh, go for it. Crazy. We should say really quick, if you are a a social media person or a social networking person, get on Facebook and like Mm. us. Follow our, we have both a group and our podcast page and a group page where you can just post weird stuff that you run into. Uh, Like us on Instagram. It's the Google Facebook. Yeah. Got things like that going on. (laughs) We're really lame and haven't done much. We got a website that's kind of, Sitting there in uh, everlasting stasis. Yep. yep. Stagnant. <laughs> also, go to your uh, streaming app. Uh, and like iTunes, yeah. Spotify, and just ignore the fact that we haven't been putting out that many episodes. We've been busy and people have been dying. And we so, know. Yeah, yeah. So deal with it. But we <laughs> do want to come up with some more stuff. Yep. Um, and we want to make a more... We say this every time, but yeah. we want a little bit more um, 
reliable content yep. schedule for and you guys. So. Hopefully we'll get there. And yeah. we'll be able to get there faster if you like us and share and rate us on your favorite sure. listening app. Yeah. Every time we see like a like or a, a new subscriber or a, a jump in downloads, we get motivated to do more We're stuff. Totally motivated, yeah. yeah. So You forget about all the yuck and you think, oh, this is awesome. See, I'm not a worthless dad. I'm a good dad because yeah. I got likes on Facebook. I got a like with my son on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, get us out of here. All right, guys. Join us next time, which hopefully will be a lot sooner than last time. Yes, we hope. For some cold drinks mm-hmm. and some strange conversation. Taters. Taters.